your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode is once again brought to you by the lovely folks over at Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Spotify Greenroom, changing the way we talk sports. And today's episode, folks, we will be looking at some of the big name free agents on the Carolina Hurricanes roster right now and do a little bit of predicting uh, what their next contracts may end up looking like um, as well as some big news regarding the former Carolina Hurricanes captain Eric Stahl. So diving on into the contract predictions, I'm only going to be focusing on the big names in this particular episode. Um, there are obviously, you know, you know, some guys that have been kind of, you know, in and out of the lineup. And then, you know, guys that, you know, fairly confident, you know, probably won't be back. Like a guy like Warren Fogle, he had signed a one-year extension last offseason. Um, but to be completely honest with you, I don't see him coming back. I know some people may not really like that, uh, but I see him, if he's not picked up, um, in the expansion draft, I I don't see him having a Hurricanes uniform on next year. I don't. Um, I mean, not saying that he won't be back. I mean, maybe they can reach a deal. Um, and he does stick around. I mean, I'd be fine with it, but I just feel like some of the he just didn't live up to expectations this year, and then mistakes that he made. You know, just yeah. I understand, you know, everyone's human and they all make mistakes, but, you know, just with him, I I don't see him having a long-term future with the Hurricanes. Um, but obviously the biggest name, uh, well, second biggest name, I should say, uh, is Andrei Sveshkov. He is a restricted free agent at the end of this season. Um, well, once this season concludes, um, I should say, even though the hurricanes are already done, um, and you know, there's obviously been talking you know, of the bridge deal, which I ultimately think will, will be what happens. Um, but I do think, yeah, before we dive into, um, what we'd be looking at, I think it's important to note that if the hurricanes don't get him under contract, um, you know, before free agency opens, um, I don't think it's out of the question to see another offer sheet situation like we did with Sebastian Ajo, um, a couple of years ago. I don't think that's out of the question. Um, you know, I would like to think the Hurricanes don't let it get to that point, but, uh, it's not out of the question. Um, I do think it's very well very strong possibility that if it does get to there um and he isn't um signing an extension by the time free agency opens i think it's a strong possibility we do see an offer sheet if sebastian ajo you know could get one andre svechkov is definitely getting one um but you know 
And then obviously, you know, if they do, you know, someone tenders an offer sheet to their to Andre Stachkov, yeah, you know, obviously the Hurricanes are gonna match that in a heartbeat, um, of course. So that's not you know a real concern there. They're obviously gonna match whatever to keep Svech. Um, but you know, I think you know what we'd be looking at again, like I've said before, is likely a bridge deal. Um, I think term-wise, we'll be looking at maybe three to four million, or three to four years, excuse me, sorry. Um, I think, yeah, three to four-year deal, I think is what we'd really be looking at. Um, term-wise, yeah, I don't think Svetch would, you know, turn down more term, but um, I think that'd be a fair uh, time-wise, you know, for it. And then pay-wise, you know, I'm accidentally said million earlier i think we'd be looking at a five to six million dollar deal um obviously very hefty pay raise from what he's uh making now um but you know still you know not you know it bridge deal salary you know you know you have your rookie deal and then you have your bridge deal which you get a nice pay raise but it's not you know the fat payday you know um not to that yet um so, yeah, I think that's kind of what we'd be looking at for Svetch. I'd seen, um, you know, reports for, you know, predicting maybe a little bit less than five, you know, in the, you know, 4.7, 4.8, you know, that kind of range. You know, maybe, and I've seen upwards of seven uh, million as well, which, I mean, you know, it's Svetch. I do feel that is fair for him. Um, you know, even if he did have a bit of a down year this last season. I do see him bouncing back, so I'm not really overly concerned about there being an off year. Um, and then you get down to someone else who I feel is going to get a bridge deal this year, and that's going to be Alex Nedeljkovic. Um, I think he's definitely the 1A guy heading into next season. Um, and I think this offseason will be pivotal in finding the backup. I'm really not concerned about him going anywhere. Um, it's Peter and James are the ones that are, I don't know. Peter, I could see him uh, probably being on the way out um, because if the Hurricanes are wanting Ned to be the guy, I think Peter's, because he's still a young guy, he's not you know older guy like James, um, I could see him being, you know, thank you for giving me the chance to be the starter, but, you know, he's going to take his talents elsewhere. And I do think, you know, he could definitely find a starting job elsewhere as well. Um, James, I think, would be the backup. Um, maybe, you know, they could obviously get something worked out with Peter or James. Yeah, so we'll obviously see when it comes to that. Um, but those I'm definitely unsure of. But Alex Ndelkovich is the talking point here. And like I said, you know, I do see a bridge deal because... I've seen some folks being, maybe look at him with rose-colored rose glasses, uh, being like, you know, he did so, so well, you know, it doesn't matter the sample size. Yeah, it does. He played half a season in the playoffs, and it was a shortened season at that. Um, You know, he hasn't been the guy, the number one starter 
for a full 82 game season plus playoffs. He hasn't had that workload. We don't know how he's going to handle that workload. Um, and you have to think about this like a business, like Jordan Martinuk said uh, in his season end of season interview that it is a business. And that is something you have to take into account just because you had a few, a really good short period of time doesn't mean you're going to have a really good long period of time. So people need to set their emotions aside and look at this like it's a business. Ned, he is extremely talented. Yes, no one is going to deny that. He got nominated for the Calder for a reason, and he has a legitimate shot at winning that Calder trophy for a reason. Um, but again, the NHL is not the AHL, not the ECHL. This is way different, and Ned has looked good, but now other teams are going to know how he plays. Um, just kind of like with Svetch, people are going, people have tape on him. They can look to see, okay, he struggles with some rebounds um, sometimes. If you're going to score on him, score on him early. These issues that I've pointed out myself, having noticed in the playoffs, if I notice them, you know damn well other people are noticing them. People that it's their literal job to scout this kind of stuff, they're going to notice that stuff. And they're noticing stuff that I don't notice, stuff that you don't notice. So, you know, that is something that the Hurricanes are going to have to take into consideration. He's definitely the guy. I don't think anyone's going to deny that. But they have to be careful. At the end of the day, I think a two- to three-year deal is fair in around the $3 million range, maybe like three and a half, but in that general $3 million range, I think would be fair for right now for a bridge deal. He is a bit unproven as an NHL full-time NHL starter, um, which is why you know, I only give him like a two to three year deal. Again, you know, just having you know, three million wrote down, yeah, you know, it could be you know, three, three and a quarter, three and a half, three and three quarters. Yeah, you know, it could definitely be more, but I really don't see it going over four million dollars. And if it does, not by much. Um, so that's how I think with Ned. I love Ned. I think he is the guy uh, for the future going down the road. But again, I think they're going to do this bridge deal, give him a nice little payday you know just to move forward if things work out fantastic um when that's up he'll get you know he'll get his fat contract like i was talking about was fetch um and then the two um unrestricted free agents i wanted to talk about before we go to break is jordan martinuk and brock mcginn um, both of these guys are really valuable in the bottom six role. Uh, Brock McGinn has obviously made his jumps um, to the top pairing uh, along with Ajo and Teravani. He He's played in a top six role, the top three role before, um, but ultimately yeah, he's more of a bottom six type guy. Um, and I kind of see Martinuk and McGinn getting similar offers. Uh, maybe Brock will get like another year, a little bit more money, but overall I see these guys getting similar contracts. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, these guys are very valuable to, for the team on those bottom six pairings. Martinuk, you know, off the ice as well with his leadership role, 
um, on and off the ice. You know, so you know they're both extremely valuable for the team. So I do think they will. The Hurricanes will try to keep them around. Um, you know, but in the end day, you know, I see maybe anywhere from maybe two to four years uh, on these deals uh, for these guys. Um, I don't see them going, you know, like a seven-year deal or anything like that. I don't see that happening. I see four years kind of being the max for guys like Martinuk and McGinn. Um, I think in, yeah, the end, I think they're making, maybe making like a million dollars a season. So, you know, two years, maybe two million, uh, four years, four million, you know, give or take, you know, a little bit, um, you know, kind of like how I said with Ned, um, and his deal, you know, could be a little bit more, you'd have that point X amount on those deals, but, you know, overall, I don't really see them getting that Svetch, Ajo, Terravine, and type money, um, and I don't see that happening for those guys, uh, but again, they are definitely were they're very valuable to that bottom six role for the Hurricanes and Marty, you know, being such a good leader for the team as well, an ambassador for the organization. So there is that as well. So I don't see those guys leaving. Um, if the Hurricanes had to choose between the two, ultimately I do think they would lean towards Brock McGinn over Jordan Martinuk. Uh, as much as that sucks, because you guys know how big a fan of Marty I am. And it would suck to see him go. Uh, but he is closing in on 30 years old. I believe he's like 28. Um, and you know, he has had, had his fair share of injuries. And the older you get, the harder it gets to recover from that stuff. Um, you know, he's obviously you know, not one you know, to score a bunch of points or anything like that. You know, and that isn't his role on the team. But, you know, again, if you're hurt all the time, you know, <laughs> I mean, you could just, you know, go to San Jose and look at Eric Carlson. He's hurt all the time. Um, so, you know, they kind of, you know, paying him a bunch of, bunch of money for just to get hurt. Um, yeah, you know, obviously that's a bit of an exaggeration there. You know, they don't pay him to get hurt, but, you know, he stays hurt a lot. Um, so, yeah, I think they'd go with Brock McGinn over Martinuk, but I think if you know they could get him at the right price, they would definitely keep him. Martinuk wants to be here. He has made that very clear, um, and he's a hurricane until he's told otherwise. Um, there was obviously a little bit of confusion on social media earlier today about you know is marty gone is marty staying you know with the post that his dad made in the carolina hurricanes facebook group and it made it sound like marty's gone but then you know he elaborated you know he's a hurricane until he says he until he's told he's not so that is important to note there uh but you know those are kind of some of the some of the guys that did want to talk about but then there's obviously the big one being dougie hamilton and we'll uh talk about my predictions for the dougie hamilton contract right after this all right, guys, and we are back. You know, we've talked about Andre Svechkov, Jordan Martinuk, Brock McGinn, Alex Ndokovic. We've talked about all those guys and my predictions for their contracts. Uh, but the big one that everyone is talking about within the Hurricanes um, and nationally and well, internationally, if you you know count Canada, uh, is Dougie Hamilton. Um, I've obviously talked about that 
this contract several times, you know, on the show. Uh, but you know, I haven't really, you know, given a lot of predictions about this. Um, it's been documented uh, that the money isn't the problem with this deal. Um, it's the term that is supposedly the problem uh, between the Hurricanes and Dougie's party, I guess you would say. Uh, and I understand that because, you know, he's not, you know, Andre's age or anything like that. Um, Dougie Hamilton just turned 28 years old. So, <laughs> you know, he's, you know, again, like Marty, getting close to 30. So you don't, you tend to see a lot of decline when guys, you know, get on the wrong side of 30. Um, that's just kind of how the way it is, you know, in sports, not just hockey, you know, in football, basketball, uh, all that stuff. So that's something to take in consideration. And I th I've said it before, I feel like one thing that hurt him this year was his defense being exposed and not being that good, especially in the playoffs. Um, I think that hurt him. Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, he's still going to get a lot of money, whether he's with the Hurricanes or not. So, you know, again, it's just, again, that term, I think, is the big thing um, with this. So, ultimately, I am thinking they will end up settling in the five to six year range. Um, I don't see it really going under five years um, unless he signs somewhere else. Um, Dougie is a guy that has struggled to fit in in other places in Boston and in Calgary. And he's found a place where he fits in. Um, and I think he knows that. And he wants to be here. Um, he, so, you know, at the end of the day, I do think that is going to be something that really plays a part in these negotiations. If it hasn't already, um, which I'm sure it has. Uh, but, you know, I see that being in the five to six year deal just because the Hurricanes are going to realize, well, they, I'm sure they know it, you know, as guys get older, offensive production for the most part tends to go down. And Dougie is a very offensive defenseman. And it's going to get to a certain point where maybe he's not going to put up these offensive numbers that he does right now. And as of right now, of course, he'd be worth the money. But again, a few years down the road is going to be the question um, of, you know, unless, you know, he can really just evolve his game and become more of a defensive, uh, up his defensive game. But, you know, again, I think five to six years um, is a good happy medium. I would like, I think, you know, Dougie's side would be more in the maybe six to seven year range. I could see that being the case, um, which I wouldn't be opposed, you know, to having that, you know, six to seven year deal as well. Um, I think that would be uh, decent there, um, you know. But you know, again, money, you know, just kind of having it down. You know, I see it maybe in like the thirty million dollar range, you know, with about maybe making about six six million uh, annually. Um, Again, yeah, that's kind of just a ballpark number. Could be a little bit less, could be a little bit more, because the Hurricanes are going to have to do a lot of other negotiations. You know, like you know, Svetch. You know, we just kind of had him down on a bridge deal. 
Aho will be coming up in a um in a few years and you have Teravainen, Niederreiter, Trocek, you do and Brady Shea, you do have these other guys that are going to be coming up within the next few years as well. Um and you don't want to have all your lo- money locked up on one guy. Um and yeah, you, know, you look at you know, other teams that are like that, not just, you know, in hockey in sports. You know, teams have all their money locked up on three, four guys or, or less, and then, you know, they start, their performance starts declining and they can't afford to bring in other people. So I do think that is something that the Hurricanes are looking at. And again, like I said, the term has supposedly been the big issue here. Um, but I do feel that five to anywhere like, the five to six year deal or link I think would be good. I personally would probably go with the six year. Um, now that I'm sitting here talking about with you guys, I think six years would be a good, you know, middle point uh, for the Hurricanes and Dougie. I can see Dougie again wanting more in the seven, maybe even eight year deal, whereas the Hurricanes would probably be more in the five year deal again like I said age is going to play a factor he just turned 28 he'll be 30 before we know it and you know again you know, it's just the fact of life you know when you get older your body isn't going to be the way it used to be and it's just like that in all sports like I've said not just in hockey so again I'm thinking maybe six years 30 million maybe about six million annually I think that would be a good contract for Dougie because I do see him taking a bit of a discount to remain with the Hurricanes because, like I said, he struggled to fit in in Boston, in Calgary, and he found a home um, and somewhere that he fits in, somewhere that he succeeds, and somewhere that he's become a superstar. And he's going to be willing to take that hometown discount because I definitely feel elsewhere he could absolutely make more money than this he could get a max deal elsewhere not a doubt in my mind um he could we joke about it but he could get a jeff skinner type deal he absolutely could i i don't think there would be a lot of people that would disagree with that um but i think he would be willing to take a little bit of a discount for the hurricanes um because he is bought into the system. He's not, okay, like mentioned Jeff Skinner, where he didn't necessarily buy into what they're doing here when the new regime took over. Uh, you know, I could see, you know, him again taking that hometown discount like so many other athletes in hockey, football, basketball, baseball, all that stuff. They've taken those hometown discounts to remain where they are, like Rod Brennamore did. Uh, if you guys had seen that interview he did on the athletics podcast, hockey podcast, he said, yeah, yeah, there are coaches that make more than him, but you know, this is home. This is where he lives. This is where he raised his family. You know, all that stuff that we've mentioned on this show before he took the discount. He wants to be here. And I think Dougie Hamilton is the same way. Same with Martin Mook, uh, Nadelkovich, McGinn, Sveshkov, you know, these other guys, you know, they bought in. They want to be here. 
I've mentioned it before, Andrei Sveshkov said he wants to be a Hurricane forever. Um, and he's another one. You know, I think most of these guys are pretty much going to be willing to take home down, hometown discounts. So, again, all these contract uh, predictions are exactly that, just predictions. I'm not in that in that room, on that phone call, on that Zoom call, seeing those emails, whatever it is. I'm not seeing that. I don't know what's getting thrown around lengthwise, money-wise, whatever. I don't know. You don't know. Only those parties know. So, you know, we're all going to have our own predictions, and we won't know what these contracts are going to look like until they get announced. And I mentioned, you know, Andrei Svechkov getting offer-sheeted. It's important to Alex Nokovic is a restricted free agent as well. Um, and he is, you know, showed himself to be a pretty darn capable NHL goaltender. Like I said, this was a very small sample size of what we saw from him. So, again, some people were looking at it through rose-colored glasses, you know, saying, like, oh, you know, that's perfectly fine. Eh, not necessarily. But, you know, some of these other teams that are desperate, they may look at some of the ways these fans that have rose-colored glasses on are looking at them and being want to tender him an offer sheet. Uh, so, got to look at that as well. But ultimately, I... I think pretty much Martinuk would be the one guy that I can maybe see leaving. Um, but again, I think he'd be willing to take a bit of a discount to stay. Uh, yeah, as he mentioned, you know, in his post game or postseason interview, um, he's had both his kids here. Um, this is you know where his family is, uh, and I mean he was doing that interview with a hospital visitor. St- sticker on his shirt because his daughter had just been born so I think he he would be one of those guys that's willing to take some discounts um to stay where he's at but you know one unrestricted free agent that had been talked about trade deadline is uh former Carolina Hurricanes captain Eric Stahl uh and he's obviously a member of the Montreal Canadiens now and the Montreal Canadiens have punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup final. And we'll be looking at him and what he's accomplished um, this season right after this quick break, folks. Now, you longtime listeners, you guys know all about the greatness that is Built Bars. But some of you folks that are newer that came in during the playoffs, you may be asking yourself, what is a Built Bar? Well, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have nine delicious flavors that include coconut, coconut almond, cherry raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and my personal all-time favorite Built Bar flavor, peanut butter brownie. So there is something for everyone. Plus, they also have the occasional limited time flavor. And say you're someone that's only had maybe the peanut butter brownie or just the coconut almond or just a couple of these flavors. So what you can do is you can order a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors to potentially find your new favorite. So again, like I said, there is something for everyone. And Built Bars are great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Best of all, they're soft and easy to chew. And covered in 100% chocolate. So right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 
for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, folks, back to former Hurricanes captain Eric Saul. He he and the Montreal Canadiens punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup final last night as they eliminated the Vegas Golden Knights in their semifinal matchup. Um, so fantastic news for Eric Stahl and the Montreal Canadiens. Um, this is the uh, Canadiens' first Stanley Cup final appearance since they won the darn thing in 1993. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, the last time the Canadiens played in the Stanley Cup final, uh, I was not yet born. My dad had been graduated from college uh, for almost a year he graduated in 92 my older sister was just a few months old uh so it's been a while since the canadians uh last won or played in a stanley cup final so world's just changed a lot uh but one thing that hasn't changed is eric Stahl, you know being in a stanley cup final uh this is his first stanley cup final since 2006 um so it's been a while for him and you know, he is, you know, it's crazy to think about, you know, that iCarly memes going around, um, but, you know, watched him in 2006, couldn't watch him in 2021, so it's great for him, you know, he's been in the league since 2003, uh, so he's been around for quite some time, and there was talk at the trade deadline, all right, he wanted out of Buffalo, uh, as would anyone, he went through a lot this season, having been in that dumpster fire of an organization uh and he clearly was not happy to be there um but you know he did a lot for the hurricanes organization so it's nice to see him have success this late in his career he's been around for 18 years he's not a young guy anymore he's pushing 40 uh but you know it for, you know he's might not be around much longer in the NHL. Um, you know, like I said, you know, he was drafted in 2003. It's been a minute, uh, to say the least. So, you know, you kind of wonder how many years does he have left? Like I mentioned, you know, there was some talk about him potentially coming home at the trade deadline. He wanted to get traded to a contender, and the Hurricanes were a contender. And, I mean, they still are moving forward. Um, you know, he wanted out, uh, of Buffalo and, you know, he got out and there's definitely some questions like, why did you go to Montreal? Uh, they're definitely not contenders, but we're all having to eat those words now for sure. As they're again, have punched their ticket to Stanley cup final. And now they're waiting to find out who they're going to play. Um, and you know, it'll be interesting this off season because I do think following this the conclusion of this Stanley Cup final. I do think there is a really strong chance Eric Stahl could retire. I think it's a possibility for sure. I mean, again, yeah, he's he's old. Um, yeah, he's not, you know, a young guy anymore. Uh, but you know, he is going to be an unrestricted free agent. And yeah, if he gets one last ring, you know, 
I mean, I could obviously see him re-signing in Montreal, of course. Uh, but, you know, if he figures, all right, this is going to be the last season, I could see him maybe, maybe signing like a veteran deal uh, to come back to the Hurricanes. Um, I could see it. I could. Um, I think he would be a good depth piece uh, for the Hurricanes, especially you know if some of these uh, other guys that we've mentioned, you know, like, Martin Paquette, um, McGinn, some of these other guys that we've talked about. Uh, I know we didn't talk about Paquette today, but, you know, I, I don't think he'll be back. Uh, but some of these other guys, if they don't come back, I think Eric Saul could be a solid uh, bottom six piece for the Hurricanes. Again, he's not that top six piece, you know, anymore. Um, again, like I said, you know, he's an older guy. So, yeah, he's not up there anymore. But, you know, I think he could be a solid depth piece for the Hurricanes, and I think it'd be nice for him to have one last go at it where he started his career. I th- definitely the fans would like it. Um, and it, it'd be really nice to see. Uh, but, again, that's just, um, you yeah, know, we'll see. Um, could happen. Might not. Again, I could definitely see him retiring after this year as well. But that's all, something we'll ultimately wait and see this offseason. Uh, hopefully we'll see it. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Uh, but at the end of the day, we won't know until we know. Uh, but that does it for today's episode, folks. As I mentioned yesterday, uh, we will be joined on July 19th by the SPHL uh, Fayetteville's Marksman's owner and CEO, Charles Chuck Norris. Um so make sure you send in all of your questions by July 16th. Um, and on a special Saturday uh, or weekend edition of Locked on Hurricanes, uh, Zach from the NC State Ice Pack will be rejoining the show uh, to discuss the season finale of Ice Pack All Access. Um, so make sure you have your notifications on um, for the show wherever you're subscribed. Um, on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, Facebook at Locked Under Hurricanes Podcast, and myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. You won't mi- want to miss this interview this week. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope you are as well. Until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. <laughs>